is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we have the cast of La Brea, which is a show about a massive sinkhole that opens up in the middle of Los Angeles, separating a family between two worlds. To start us off, here's a quick clip, courtesy of NBC. Sometimes you look around, you take in this natural landscape, you really have to marvel at it all. What? You don't have to pretend you're all right, man. I know you're upset about Aldridge. And look, hey, I won't hold it against you that you've been lying to me for days, but if you want to talk, I will listen. I'm okay, really. Whatever, sucking on that's not gonna make you feel any better. I know what you're going through, so. Aldridge was giving me a chance. Chance at what? To protect the people that I care about. Look, what we're doing right now, it is incredibly dangerous, okay? Most of you weren't supposed to be here. I didn't want to put anyone in harm's way. Now Aldridge is dead and I'm just a big fat failure. Again. What do you mean again? doesn't matter. And now here's Rohan Merchandani and Joshua McKenzie. So I'm <laughs> going to start off with Rohan because I am obsessed with Scott. I think he's so normal, cute, funny, uh, smart, just like all things. I feel like he's like us, like a, as a viewer, like saying the things out loud that we would be saying if we were put in this situation, but like much smarter and much more creative. So I wanted to ask you from season one and when we meet him and he's kind of has this perception of like a stoner dude and whatever, and people aren't really taking him seriously to season two, where you're like totally involved in finding or helping to find this glass structure that we still kind of haven't seen the inside to yet. And you know, things that other people don't know. What was that like for you to explore? Oh, it was it was great. You know, after season one, trying to figure out what they wanted to do with my character and going off with Aldridge at the end of of the season, I was a bit nervous that I would be taken away from all of my friends and all of the oh. the characters that I got to play around with. Um, I didn't. I had the thought that I was going to maybe become a, a bad character and Aldridge was going to kind of lead me down some sort of evil path, which I totally would have um, seen quite plausible. You know, if Scott's believing that there's a greater as a greater purpose to everything and he's at the center of it and if that means that he needs to do some some things that might upset some people fair enough you know there's a bigger there's a bigger picture uh, overall it's it's been a wild ride and I laugh out loud all the time every week when I watch you and I got to see episode five and like I just I love you I love also the fact that they put you and Josh together because you guys in the beginning could not be further from people that would get along to like bros <laughs> and Josh for you, um, you know, with Lucas, same thing. We meet him and he's just like turmoil, wants no relationship with his mother throughout the season, like the season completely changes into a person and to such a great person basically. And we head into season two and he's just there to keep people alive, just really kind of honor what he told his mom. So what was that like for you? Because you literally played two completely separate people 
from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 great. I mean, to me, like the duality of people is, is so I find so interesting and so fascinating. You know, like because um, I believe that there's a, there is a duality in people. You know, like it, and you're basically what you do and the acts that you take are kind of what define you in the end. You know, so so with Lucas, you know, first season, he's he's very reactive. He, he reacts to things based on like an insecurity, a fear, an anger, trauma, you know, like his, his mom killed his dad and then his mom died at the end of season one, you know, like these are big things. And we find him in season two, having just buried his mother, like that's something that, you know, I had to sit down and really like think through like what the repercussions of that would be. Cause that's huge. You know, I'm very close to my mom. It's, it's like, I had a lot to draw from. Um, and so after spending, you know, a, a, a night with his, his mother burying her and then finding him in episode one you know from episode one till about three he's just he's just kind of like existing you know he's in a kind of a daze he sees veronica being kidnapped he reacts you know like he sees people steal the food he reacts it's all very reactive it's all you know he's elastic he just wants to you know he's ball of energy because he doesn't know how to grieve so um what's really interesting to me is seeing him evolve from that point onward to become a more responsive and considered person um, and, you know, people like Scott bring that out of him. Um, people like Veronica and his, you know, his friendship with her that's growing. She brings that out of him. You know, these people that kind of he never got affirmations from. He's probably never been told in his life that he's a good person. You know, like he's a, he was a heroin dealer. He did bad, bad stuff. And I don't think he likes himself. So learning to appreciate the redeeming qualities of him is a journey that I'm, I'm absolutely loving to explore. It's, yeah, it's, it's really meaningful to me. It's so fun to watch both of you, um, not only individually, do this huge exploration and characters and just change so much. And you guys are so funny together. So what is it like, you know, having Lucas and Scott together? So you're in character, you know, and what is that like? And then what is your relationship like? Because you guys are just, you're like magic on screen. I mean, I watch it and I just, I'm like, oh my God, I love it. I love it. I want more of them. Like, I just want you guys to be besties and do everything together. <laughs> so what is it like for the characters and then for you guys as actors to work together? It, it's fun. It's fun. There was a lot of tiptoeing in uh, in season one where Scott is trying to trying to connect. I see there were some moments where he's feeling that pushback, but he's not giving up. And that's something I really admire about Scott, that, that tenacity or that, that that willpower of not to quit, of not to give up. Um, that slow and steady wins the race. And going forward, as we see their relationship depend um, grow, and we see them relying on each other a little bit more, or noticing that the other, like they bring out the best in each other. And I truly believe that. And yeah. um, we see that quite a bit. And being able to work with someone like Josh is is such a joy uh, and a privilege because we have such a, a warm, light friendship that is easy it's not you know you some people can take that for granted but like I have so much joy coming to work with Josh every day um I feel comfortable and I feel safe and uh I, I love I love the fact that uh, we're able to play so much yeah I'm really blessed oh thank you Ryan. I, I feel the same way it's it's you know we've got such a good friendship outside of you know the work that when you come and, and you're you're on set with someone you can really trust as Rohan was saying trust that like this person has your back you know and if you're both fighting for the same thing you know then naturally you're going to bring out the best in each other as characters and as actors and um, we have this kind of ongoing joke where like uh you know I'm Batman he's Robin or he's Batman I'm Robin and that and and, and it actually is kind of mirrored within like um 
within this show as well. You know, like sometimes I'm the sidekick and sometimes he's the sidekick, you know, we're just, we're constantly fighting each other for who's, who's going to be Batman. And it's, it, it, it brings a lot of play to our work, you know? And I think that that is what people we hope see on screen that there's like a, the stakes are so high in this world that it's nice to be able to have light relationships that, and, and have some fun, you know, even when it's serious, even in episode five, when, you know, Scott's, you know, divulging this, you know, deep information, we still, we would, you know, on the day, we're like in there with each other. We want each other to like perform the best we can, just like Lucas wants Scott to step up, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a great symbiotic relationship. Wanted to just add in there, like with Lucas and Scott, I love so much. You guys are almost like a flip of a coin. And I feel like it shows so much to the world because everyone always goes, oh, they're so different. These people would never, ever get along. And not only do you guys get along, but it's so symbiotic. And it's so like just what you said, when one needs help, the other one's there. When the other one needs help, that one's there. It's like you guys are just literally a flip of a coin to each other. And I think it says a lot to a lot of people, you know, that it's okay. Like, there's differences we all can get along we all can yeah. work together especially these two that are yeah. like could not have started off in you know more different scenarios so for my last question I wanted to ask you guys what are you excited about because I know I saw episode five I know we're kind of getting close to like the mid um see so, you know and then we'll have seven more episodes after that so what are you hoping fans get out of this season the action how fast-paced it is how um We've got explosions, we've got um, fight scenes, we've got a whole bunch of, of deaths as well that happened in this season, which I had to take a moment to kind of clock that after a while because um, it wasn't like that in season in one. We really take it to a whole new level in this season. And uh, I think I think audience is going to come with us for that ride. Yeah, I agree. And hopefully some answers for people. You know, like um, there's definitely going to be answers to a lot of big questions coming up. And I hope uh, my hope is that the audience is really satisfied with with that and and also just the emotional journey of the characters like i find them all very satisfying and i'm just yeah i hope the audience does too now after listening to rohan and joshua talk about the show here's another clip provided courtesy of nbc ellie you need to know the truth i've been avoiding you because i don't Deserve your friendship. When Aaron took you, I saw you first outside the church. You were alone, and I pointed you out. I cho I chose you. I know you. You're a victim too. And I know you're not a bad person. I forgive you. <laughs> And now to talk about the clip and what fans can expect, here's Lily Santiago and Michelle Vergara Moore. I want to start off with both of you. Um, I guess I'll start off with Lily. For your character in particular, with Veronica, she's come a long way 
from when we first met her in season one to revealing some information to helping. So how do you prepare as an actor to play that arc as you're learning it as you go? And then also how she's been with season two, like helping out and just being more involved. Yes. I love that question. I love the observant (laughs) nature of the question. Season one, I was really comfortable in this sad girl world. I knew, even though we get pages day of sometimes, whatever it was, I knew what I was doing because I knew the mindset that she existed in. And I knew, you know, everything that happened, like Aaron died day one, but she had been with him for years prior to that. And so all the 10 days of the first season, he's only been gone for two days, three days, four days, right? So that existed so heavily. But season two, I found it so challenging to open myself up to the newness of the character, which I think actually works well because Veronica is challenged by this, but she wants to try. She wants to help. She wants to be able to create this new version of herself that's not stuck in her trauma, that's not stuck in her past. And she is hoping to be able to even see herself differently because, you know, as an actor, a lot of the thoughts going through my mind when I'm playing Veronica are just reminders of, you don't deserve that. Nothing good can happen to you. You're a bad person. All of these things that fill every scene in an amazing way emotionally. But it's, it's really fun and challenging to break out of that and say, what does she look like when she's flirting with a boy? What does she look like when somebody who has not helped her needs help? And she wants to be new. She wants to be there. She wants to provide and assist and have people's image of her change. And that allows her to see herself differently. So it's been wild. I uh, honestly... As, as much as I can prepare, I, I, I do in terms of just thinking about the past, but a lot of that's letting go of the past. So I've just been jumping in, running on the ground, just like, let's try it. <laughs> well, you did such a great job and I really enjoyed that character storyline because normally that's like a movie, right? Like you see like a character and then they're just over it at the end of the movie and all, everything's solved. This is like, you know, her dealing with trauma and seeing you know the progression and stuff so I really enjoyed that they put that there and that we get to kind of slowly and you know we're reminded constantly like we're only days like you know it's not like it's been years and years so I like that slow progression you do such a great job with that so I I had to ask that question because I was like oh it's so good Michelle for (laughs) you you know you're playing an older version of a younger character that we've seen did you do any prep in terms of watching maybe some of the movements she did the relationship between her and Veronica, like things to like kind of prep yourself for when they ultimately reunite. Oh, definitely. So going into the role, I didn't know that I was going to be the older version of Lily. Um, So, but, so I didn't get to do that prep before I actually started portraying that character. But then obviously, as soon as I found out, I read that script, I definitely started watching the season that season one, like again, just to see what their character development was like. Like a couple of mannerisms and stuff. Uh, like Chloe De La Santos, who plays Lily. Yeah, the young Lily. She's like an amazing dancer and like can do acrobatics and all this sort of stuff. So I was trying to, 
to be as graceful as possible <laughs> with all that. Um, yeah, it was, and it was quite intimidating going into that that role because, like Lily and Lily Santiago and Chloe de los Santos, it was it's it's such a compelling relationship. It's so you just want to know more. You just want to know what what is this dynamic? Why are they so tortured? Why are they so damaged? And I did a lot of research, um, just making up my own backstories and that to try to understand that trauma. I want to ask you guys, I guess, like just really quickly, it's probably my last question, but what do you hope fans can expect? We're kind of halfway through a little bit. Like I've seen episode five. So we're like halfway through. What are you hoping fans will expect as we continue? Because we're slowly approaching this uh, ominous building that we haven't seen the inside of. Um, Mm. And then for your characters. I think a lot of resolution of uh, those like scientific mysteries. So, so a lot, I think that that would be, that's what I would want is sort of like, somebody give me an answer. Like what is in there? How do I get home? Can we, who's going, who's not? What time zone is it? And then um, in terms of character, I really, what I love about season two is that I feel like it's so heavily based on relationships. So mm. new relationships, old relationships that are rekindled um, in terms of not just romantically, but you know, sisters or new friends, um, people that were mad that are not mad anymore. Uh, somebody that loved you and then you broke up and now you're next level. All of these things, I think it allows for such beautiful connection and um, like the excitement of something new for each person navigating love and friendship and care and all that stuff. Veronica's journey has been such a pleasure to be a part of. I think audiences are just going to have their minds blown when they see what happens in the rest of the season. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of Libria talk about the show. The show currently is airing on Tuesdays on NBC and is also available streaming on Peacock. So make sure you check it out. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Uh-huh.